Here on the home front, are states and the federal government seizing too much power during the COVID-19 crisis? Are they violating the U.S. Constitution during the state of emergency lockdown? Well, here to weigh in is constitutional attorney John Whitehead. Mr. Whitehead is founder and president of the Rutherford Institute. John, I thought when a state of emergency is declared by the president and governors, the intent is to provide emergency response, mostly money, I guess, for states and localities. But you say it's gone way beyond that. Please tell us, give us some examples that trouble you. The Fifth Amendment is really clear. You cannot take away the life, liberty, and property of Americans without due process of law. We should be suspending the courts. People should have access to the courts. We're seeing some uh, places now uh, seizing guns. You have the L.A. Uh, mayor now, Los Angeles mayor, saying he's going to cut off water and power to businesses that he does not feel are essential. So we're seeing a lot of what, we, what we've seen happen in other countries. And I got an article on this, but you go to our website where I talk about these things, suspending the Constitution. I, I'm really concerned that when we come out of this mess, that we don't come out of it less free. In other words, and I want Americans to really understand why it's important to keep our freedoms, because in other crises around the world, when these things happen, people have lost their freedoms and their governments have gained a lot of power. And <clears throat> in the end, we the people lose, especially the people out there that can't afford lawyers and need all the help that the Roth Institute gives people. Well, John, what, uh, when all of this is over with then, uh, you, you say you're concerned that we won't be going back to normal. What do you expect to change here? What may happen? Well, people may acclimate to this climate, uh, especially in some places where they're actually uh, very draconian, uh, taking away guns uh, and uh, arresting people for walking outside and things like that. We're starting to see that happen. Um, if it gets any worse, it, it could re really get out of hand. And like I show in my articles, the article at Rutherford.org on my website, Suspending the Constitution, the government has amazing powers. And when you have the government now asking to be able to detain Americans indefinitely without being having a lawyer and a trial, that's pretty scary stuff. That undermines everything the founding fathers gave us, and which was our liberties. And what it means is you don't have absolute rights if the government can just take them away and say this is an emergency, they're going to take them away. And that's why I say a lot of this should be supported by facts, and people should have access to the courts. But when you have the government now saying we're going to suspend the courts and you can't go before a judge, I mean, that does undermine everything that that supposedly believe in. And the fellow who wrote the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, James Madison, said this. We ought to mistrust all those in power. And what he was saying is people sometimes overreact. And I'm seeing a lot of overreaction now. I mean, I was, and people who live in violent neighborhoods have told me the government's taking away their pistols and rifles and stuff like that. And old ladies are telling me, all I have is my weapon in the house. The police never show up when I'm calling. They're too busy. And so we, we want to protect the people, but most of all, we want to keep our rights and make sure when we come out of this thing that we've learned a lesson. So I'm advocating that people get really active in your local government after this is over and make sure that a lot of the things we're seeing in this country that we don't like, like the 80,000 SWAT team raids that are occurring annually in this country, that we can slow these things down and maintain our freedoms. So, John, what else should be done about this government overreach uh, that's happening on the state and federal level? What else can we do? 
When you say that, when our government's saying they want to hold and detain people indefinitely without seeing a lawyer, and that's what the Trump administration is asking, the DOJ is asking Congress to do, we should be outraged at that. You do not want to be treating people because they might have a cold or whatever, or doing something that the government doesn't like, being able to put them away, and you can't never see them again. This is the old Soviet Union, things like that we've seen in the past. So what people should do is, and this is the key, get active in your local governments, and your local governments can set rules and, and make sure that we're protected in times and, and use rational thought in these things, not let get so crazy that we start throwing our rights out the window. I love my country, but the thing that bothers me most is how the government reacts sometimes in these situations. After 9-11 passed, you had George Bush pushing away through the U.S. Patriot Act, which basically... Uh, created the mass surveillance state. Everything we're doing is being watched now because so they crashed into the towers. But we have to suffer it. And, of course, we've seen what that's done with the FISA Accords. So John Whitehead, president of the Rutherford Institute, thank you, John, for sharing your constitutional insights. Thank you, sir.